0: Jared from Celtic Down Under, joined by Alan from the Celtic You Never Walk Alone page. How you going, mate? How's it going,
1: Jared? How's it? Thanks.
0: Yeah, great, Alan. So here uh, yeah, we're having a, doing a spotlight series, first one, where we're doing it on a Facebook fan page. So it's a bit of a different feel for us on this chat tonight. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your page and when you started it all? Yeah, so
1: I've actually... Let's let's say there's a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Yep. So we're gonna say I, I had a Facebook group um, that only had that reached up to 1k, and then um, with control settings and whatever I set up, I moved over to a different group called Celtic. You'll never walk alone. And from there, we've gained and gained and gained members, even within the first three months I've outed the previous group that was there a year, a year up yep. on the platform and then from there we're, we're up 5.9 on our group now at the minute and then a year later I set it up Celtic VNWA page, which is fantastic because uh, that's up to 10k and then um, what I try to do Jared, is I try to why I set it up was my little nephew about four years ago and um, was in hospital and I put up a post in a Celtic form and some comments were okay and then some the admins weren't kind of happy with the post, let's say. Yeah. Um but I was just saying can you can you have me nephew in his thoughts? He only has one one lung. Um he got half lung removed, he, his heart was in the middle and I wasn't looking for any donations, I just said can people keep an eye. And from there, that's where we really set up Celtic YNWA because I felt the feedback from that that one particular. And I don't really like saying bad or whatever, but from that one, I've set up Celtic YNWA, and um, and then I realised that there was other supporters, Celtic fans, um, that were needing kind of assistance or kind of wanted to be part of a family. Um, and from there, we've just grown and we've. Done loads of charity work in the last year or two, and um, and it's just been fantastic. Of out blown with it, we've now set up Instagram and um, with well we have Instagram up at the same time as the page, so it'll be um a year up just so and that has one K members, off the top of my head. So it's the Support's been great and the page has been so about the page. Realistic, it'll be more kind of you get your in-match kind of goal alerts. You'll get, mm. um, you get your in-match goal alerts. You'd get your transfer news or kind of limit the transfer news on sort of speculation, yep. um, to when it's alerting, um. And then we actually make a lot of pile of photos and then I'll run other things on top of it. And uh, it's very, very busy on this, on Celtic YNWA, but it's been fantastic. It's the, the family's just grown and grown and grown. And maybe we chat with a few more platforms in the next year. That's the aim. And, um, and we'll see what, where it comes from that platform. Um, the number one. The number one platform and looking at the minute YouTube, yeah, so I'm really looking at YouTube. That's good,
0: yeah, yeah. So like you mentioned, the word family there a lot, and for me, being like following the page and seeing it, I'm really liking the interaction, the people putting up their pictures of them and their kids watching the games, or both the kids wearing their hoops and just indoctrinating the next the next Mm -hmm. generation, getting them into it. So it's good to see that sort of stuff, and then. On top of that, as you said, you've got your transfer rumours, you've got your, your your match updates, your goal scorers, that sort of stuff, and it's just all Celtic related. Like some pages you go on, and you've got Celtic, Rangers, and there's like sixty percent Rangers just bagging them out, and it's like I, we all love a bit of we all love a little bit of the uh picking on them, but at the same time, it's like it's about Celtic. Yeah, and that's number one about
1: my group and. Sure, as you've seen it, there's, there's no Rangers post till actually, to when we're actually our Rangers sleeve coat, whatever you want to call them, till the week before that match. And then it'll probably shut off two days after, regardless if you win, draw, or lose. It's always the Monday or the Monday evening, it'll shut off, and all members are updated and posted saying, Look, these are the group rules, we want to follow on Celtic that's what our name is about and let's concentrate on Celtic leave the band there alone let's concentrate with each other and then um, I always find that's what the platform's there it's Celtic I don't care about Rangers I don't uh, to me I, I'm not looking at that with transfer I don't care less it's it's about my members and what what my members want and you know I've when I first set it up, I've done a poll regarding it, and that's what the members wanted it. They wanted it all Celtic, so it was great.
0: Uh, that's good. That's what we like because, yeah, sometimes you, you go through – look, I'm on about 20 different pages or whatever, and you scroll yeah. through and it's like, oh, yeah, okay, Rangers again, yeah. Rangers again, Rangers
1: again. Yeah. yeah, so I make sure there's none. And that, and that kind of helps me as a group and the page. Yeah. Um, that there's there's actually none, and a lot of people have come and they text the inbox and on the page and tell one of the best pages because you know Ranger. I I always, always try to and I even try to have a little banter into the lead up the of the game. I try to make a follow, follow or two, and um, just to have a bit of banter and stuff like that and have people laughing or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah. That's great. So yeah, just um. When you, so you've told us about how you set up the page, the growth of it, is there any other links that you've got with other groups or, I'm, I'm fishing here because I know the answer to this myself, but are there any other groups that you're linked with or that you do work with, for, as you mentioned, charities before or whatever?
1: Yeah, so what we do, what we try to do is, because uh, we set it up and I don't want any I link Celtic supporters to to Celtic, different outlets to uh, Celtic charities. Like, I'm just going to say one for instance, a, a person last year, won't name names, came to the page and asked, can you link us up with with such a group in like Newcastle? And uh, we linked them up with Tyneside in Newcastle. So we kind of link people in as much as we can and spread the information out as much as we can. Um, As I said, we're a family, so we're not a Celtic CSC, as you want to call it, but uh, but we try to be as much as a family and try to point people in the right direction, and that's what we always try to do, um, regardless of the situation. If it's a death, I'll and do it. uh, That's what I am here for.
0: And your admin team that helps you out noticed that they are always on the ball and very helpful. Do you want to give any of them a shout-out?
1: Do I, I, you know what? I'm not going to just single single one admin because it's all down as a team effort, and each admin over the last year have been fantastic. I, I am going to say that I've met three, uh, two admins in personal, I think, two to three admins. So I have a list of seven to eight admins, um, and each admin will do each different Dara, i, I welcome you on, on board just so you can see yourself uh, how we run and how we operate, and, and hopefully that'll help Celtic down under and um, going forward. And um, my admins, so I've met Kevin and Kelly, um, and I just want to say that like Celtic NWA page, you'll see on our badges and on our, a lot of our photos that mitochondrial disease, and I think it's very aware. It's very good to spread that awareness because not many people know it's a anybody can gain it. And um, I'm not a medical here, I'm not, I'm not a nurse, um, but anybody can get it. It's, it's, um, I'm not going to explain what, what type it is, but it's we're kind of spreading awareness for a little green ribbon for football teams, is also um, here in Ireland or up the north in Ireland. And um, we've it's been it's with the Charlie Gard Foundation also so um, and it'll be the same thing that Charlie Gard has died from so that's Kevin and then I met up with Kelly there two years ago um so as I was just transitioning from group to group I brought Kelly along with me um and Kelly is been absolutely fantastic I met Kelly up in Celtic Park. Um, at the time, she was going through a rough time. She wanted to come off different platforms and whatever, and she said she was in that Celtic Park and I God knows what. Um, so, I've offered to bring Kelly and her little son to Celtic Park. Um, and then Anne, I want to say about Anne, I haven't met Anne or Paul or the rest of the admins, but they've been absolutely fantastic. There's not one that's been that hasn't been there for me and look these are all getting free of pay they're not getting sponsorship from anybody it's all free of pay and all the admins have been doing fantastic it's like a job to them and like, I, I couldn't thank them enough
0: yeah it's a really professional setup there from as you said i get to see how you guys are running it so it's been really impressive and i do so yeah just keep up the good work
1: Cheers, thanks. It's yeah, it's been been great. And then it's it's uh I also do the Insta and the the photos on the Insta. So we have about 1K followers on the Insta, Twitter. I'm not really good at Twitter, so I haven't got my head around Twitter at the minute. But we are up on Twitter. Um, but it's uh it's kind of a novel, really.
0: Yeah. I only got on the Twitter about a year ago myself, and uh, with my old podcast before sold it Down Under and yeah. Sometimes it's good, other times it's a bit of a cesspit of uh, filth and people just abusing people. So it's like you like you figure it out which way you go. Depends on what day when you go on.
1: Yeah, it's just I uh, just I uh, can't get my head around the shell, but I don't really mind the heels because it can just deny the comments. Um, and and just always have and even um and we, we ourselves we we kind of myself as a page on Facebook, um the kind of because the page I don't have any control over. Um I'd rather have some kind of control who's liking it and whatever. And um, now I can see my lights, but when they're coming in the hundreds, it's very hard to see who's coming in. Um and it's just I'd rather have some kind of a little bit of control. So I've now came up with a, on the 29th. we've we had a lot of obsessed fans from the other side of Glasgow. Um so we've came up with a little metal um if that does happen like that again so I will be actually still keeping things Celtic related
0: so earlier in the week we put up, you put up a post on the Celtic YNWA page asking some of the people on there for some questions about what, any questions that they'd want to ask you if they had the chance so I've gone through, I've got a yeah. few here so okay. so the first
1: question
0: first question, what Come from Jamie Macklin, and it was how hard or easy would it be to get rid of the present board?
1: (laughs) Great question. Um, So basically I think it'll be hard. Um, I think it'll be up to all supporters to have a strike uh, to actually get rid of the board. Um, It's not going to be one individual. It's not going to be chat on on social media, sack the board or whatever you want to say. It's not going to be the Green Brigade hanging banners up, banners or chants. Um, it'll be literally what Arsenal fans did and so on. It's literally not attending games or have a strike on the Celtic way before the match and delay kick off by 15 minutes by not coming in. The stadium, that's the way I see uh, the second board. Um, realistically, why would you want to sack this board? I understand fans are frustrated with the transfers and what have you. Um, but the board have also torn the club from bad to good, and a lot of fans don't realise that also. Yeah,
0: I agree with you on that. Like a lot of fans, they see the whole last three years, how well things have been going, and they're all, the, oh, they're all spoiled, basically. I look at it and go, well, they just want it all now. And yeah. I understand that. But at the same time, as you said, it went from bad to good. The commercial revenue is constantly yeah. growing, which means we can afford better wages, which means we can have better players. We can invest in the infrastructure with Lennox Town. We're doing up the, the other training venue and we've got the new pitch and all that sort of stuff. So at the end of the day, there's a lot of positive stuff going on there. You've got Celtic Way being done up. You've got the potential of the hotel yeah. and the museum. There's a lot going on there. And to me, look, I'm not a massive fan of Peter Law. I think he's getting paid way too much for what he does. But at the same time... Well, the person pulling.
1: Well, they they put the board as one. And Peter Lowell, I'm not gonna go into much in detail, but his wages are a bit too high, um, in my opinion. Um and that's just his wages and then you also have bonuses on yeah. top of it. So he has commercial revenue also and if he let's say if he didn't sign a player and the revenue's looking good in the summer he makes an extra few quid, and not many fans realise the that, that about Lawwell, and I've been studying a bit on on different forums and stuff about Lawwell, and yeah, it's kind of crazy to even once you start studying it, it's, it's kind of a it's a uh, why have we got this kind of board in place or whatever, but then then again, he's probably one of the best in the business.
0: Yeah, and then you so, got you got people saying for him, oh, he's great with the um. That he's on the European Club Committee, and then he's he's like really well linked up in Europe. And I'm like, that's great and everything, but if you compare CEO wages across other top companies across the UK, you've got guys at top mm. banks down down in London and that earning five hundred thousand a year. This bloke's getting three million a year or whatever it is. So it's I just can't you just look mm. at it and go three mm. million. That's a striker. That's a player. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah and Plus Bowman. No, but I think I think if if the fans the fans are more looking at, I understand where the fans are coming from as well because they're looking at um let's say let's say Kirantini down south they're looking for 25 million then they're looking at Dembele as well to Leon for another 20 million and they're looking at that kind of and they're looking at that homes and then they're saying there's obviously Champions League money coming in and European money um and they're saying. Celtic's commercial rate is high but then some fans are forgetting about the wages that's going on in the board and um, not just the board let's say the captain, staff and the yeah. it's whole list all the way down and that goes up in uh, in all of our its millions and we kind of kind of forget about all that and then you're on about electricity the lights the whole lot you know and that costs money so a lot of fans haven't broken it down each to each shall we? When I have and that's quite high as well and players' wages are high as well. Yeah. Um, so what we love to see um, personally on a personal note but um, it probably won't happen is that Celtic were to invest one third of a player that they've sold. So let's say they sold Kieran Tierney for 20 million and we bring in a player for about 7 million. That's your next uh, Thereabouts 5-7 I'm no, not good at maths but um, but that's how I kind of run it, um, one third of, the, of that. And then you can have another third into into that player's wages and then you'll also have um, then into the club as well. And that's how I kind of run it. Um, so every third.
0: towards Yeah, we discussed this on a, an old Sonny Town Under podcast where we said, realistically, we like the, the Salzburg model that they have or what Ajax do where they get the players they bring it through and like Salzburg they they bought a guy for 3 million sold him for 10 million then with that 10 million they put 7 million of it back in bought a 5 million dollar player a 5 million player and two 1 millions and then one of those 1 million guys mm-hmm. they've just sold for 20 million so it's like you just invest like one guy who's ready for your first team now two long term guys and that's the sort of structure we need to be doing
1: no, but that's all well and said. But you look at Germany and you look at a Germany setup, like there's, I've, I've went to Germany and I look up, up the setups in Germany and it's absolutely fantastic. It's probably Europeans' best setup. Like Germany for a first team, let's say for a fourth team, they'd have about five different squads they can pick from. And that's because they're all, they're all integrated into football. They're all being part of it's unbelievable. set setup is unbelievable. Scotland hasn't got it. It's a different setup to the, the other side of European football. <laughs> that That's in my
0: opinion. Yeah, the Germans, the Dutch and the Belgians have got really good setups like what you're just talking about. And then you look at and people are talking about Scotland and oh yeah, they're a small country. Well, not really. It's just you haven't invested it properly.
1: And they haven't invested in the football, and that's where the, the downside. It is is they haven't. Okay, it's been great to see Celtic players coming up, but then you look at the, you look at how many Celtic players are in under sixteen teams. Do you know, across, across, you know, there's or 15, There's that's at least forty different players. You're only a very slim chance of any parent to make a Celtic team, and yeah. um, for their son to make a Celtic. Team. So that just shows you it's kind of intense as well, and it just shows you the setups aren't really there and really push them forward. You know.
0: Like the case in points, with you look at the uh, we had a lot of the, the Irish youth guys over there with like Coffee and Afalabi and Connell and O'Connor and those sort of guys, and you're looking at them coming through, yeah. saying they I watch them on the reserves and like they're playing well, but how are they going to break through?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and the same way in Ireland is the set-ups. again is, is kind of in in a few clubs, it's all about competition. And I get that, but it's a uh, I, I understand that the setups are like Scotland over here in Ireland. And that's them players. I oh, fancy Lee O'Connor to, to break through. And um, he's, a, he's a we've seen a game or two from him. Um, and there's a few. Good, like you look at Kamoko Dembele, he's another good player from the reserves. Um, so I think what Celtic need to do, you know, realistically, is to buy from from foreign countries with the good setups. So the youngsters, if they are to go down that road, you buy the youngsters from this country, and you bring them to Celtic. Let them do on the reserves. We look at Edward, We looked at Dembele. They're both French. Why not buy from the French let's say PSG are getting them, but why not look down for our field? Like there's obviously there's a few good players in France, in my opinion.
0: You know? Yeah, it's a good good environment. Like you've got a young kid's Soko at PSG as a centre back that we're being linked with and you look at that and go, Well, that's the perfect situation. So it's pretty much the Edouard situation all over again. Sign the young kid, bring yeah. him in and off you go.
1: Yeah, and uh, to me, it's like, Celtic have, I I know about the AdWalk situation, but Celtic sold Dembele in in a January transfer, which was kind of strange, um, to sell in a January. Um, And I think Celtic need to keep the core team. uh, From now till, let's get nine and then ten in a row and then sell. It's only two years, a year and a half down the line. And, to me if Celtic can keep the core, invest in, in the the fringe players or whatever you like to say or or the other players as well. Um like you I know I know they're gonna have your man Patrick Camille from from Poland that new signing and he he's he's only young, you know, why not I haven't seen much of him play, so I'm not gonna say but is he going to get ahead of Edward? Like who's going to challenge Edward for his position? And there's none of that at Celtic at the minute. You say, okay, Lee Griffiths was was a, a third choice striker in the League Cup final. Um, yeah, uh, Camille now No, no, he just scored Lee Griffiths there like the weekend. So I'm not going to take that away from Lee Griffiths. And then you have the hate speech also on online. Um, and then you have the the Polish striker there. Uh, Camille, who's um, he gonna, who's he gonna challenge? Lee Griffiths or Edward? To me, he's challenging the bench. In my head.
0: Yeah, it depends on the formation we're playing. If we're playing with the normal, with the one up front on his own, yeah, he's basically backing up Edward. If they're playing with two, then it's him in,
1: between him and Griff for that second striker spot. Exactly. So yeah, there's no no competition really there for the the. Attacking role, um, like yeah, let's give you in, let's say center midfield that Celtic there at the moment. Yeah, you, you have Brown and you have Callum McGregor, and you can also play in a champ in in that similar role, you know. Um, so there's there's not much of a striker depth as, look, I can switch each week, it's been Edward, Edvard, Edward. Edvard. but edward has been fantastic and I'm not going to take that away from the boy himself um, but they should have any any team I've looked at, you'd have a similar kind of striker that can score goals or that you get your goals and they'll, they'll challenge you for your spot. The perfect example
0: was back in the Seville team in 2003 where you had Hearts and Sutton and Larson, like there you go. There's your options. Ooh. Recent example would be yeah. when we had Rogers manager in us. We had Forrest out right, wide right with Roberts, and those two bat one for a position. Now you look at Forrest; like, like he's looked tired, but he's had no one challenging him for his spot. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I don't know if fans are saying, "Oh, well, Boyo can go there, or Shahid can go there." There's a few players that can go there, but his Forrest's been great. But then again, that. They're only fringe players. Let's give in another good, challenging player to there. I looked at, I'm not going to say names, but i, I love to see the Liverpool. I was watching the Liverpool versus Everton match and I've seen your man uh, Elliot play. It's, um, and he's playing right wing. And I, I says, wow, he'd be great at Celtic. He'd be able to challenge Forrest for his spot. You know, A like for a like, and I think both can play with each other,
0: you know. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, there's always, I'm always like that when I'm watching the local league, even over here in Australia. Like, I'm sitting there on the weekend and I'm watching Perth Glory play, and I've got this guy who used to be, when he was 16, he signed at Lazio and he was over there for a bit, and he come home, and it's like, it's got Chris Economides, like, he fits our model. Like, right winger, we'd be able to afford him, and I think he could do the job, but. No one over in Europe would have heard of him, so it's like, well, you can't really throw that option there. So it's like, well, who can you get?
1: Yeah, and I, I think, I think, I think, with the way Celtic are signing, I know a lot of fans are saying, ah, well, why not bring in someone like Messi or Ronaldo? And a lot of fans like that. But then again, you have to look at Celtic's point of view when they're bringing in you, Joe, so and looking at you. I know your man Harry Elliot is only a new signing to Liverpool, so before I, I stay out there, so that won't happen, um, just in case anyone's listening. um, But I'm just giving an example. If that's the teams we need to go to, the likes of Liverpool, the likes of Man City, and where the fans kind of know, the, the youth system, and that'll actually get the board back on track with the fans talking. You know, the 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 board, the board that the owner could be clever and on this way I'm going back to your question because the board of the owner question because I haven't heard of uh, Patrick Camille before he was linked to Celtic. I haven't heard of Islam Sorrow. Yeah, now he's not signed but 99% he will sign. Um, he's yeah, a permit. Yeah, yeah not, as a work As a guest and um, uh, and I would have put that up last week on my page. Um, but the, that would have been um, nobody, I guarantee you, a pretty little fan. I'm not going to say nobody because obviously one person or two person weren't heard of. It. So, but majority of football fans of Celtic have not heard of these two fans coming in on the transfer mark.
0: Yep. No, exactly. You may agree with you on that. But that's what you've got a guy like Hammond there for. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's setting up, rebuilding the whole recruitment structure. So that's you got to like trust him because yeah. realistically, had you heard of uh, what's his name, of Frimpong?
1: Yeah, I actually did actually, and I'll tell you how. It's actually a quite funny story. Um, I heard of Frimpong. I was in a taxi, and the taxi man is a black man, and he was dropped me into Dublin City. And he had two sons playing at Man City. And would you believe it or not, he said that his 19-year-old son, he said, I wouldn't think would make a first-team football. But he said, my 16-year-old is brilliant and he will make first-team football. And he was telling me about the the names and all the different players that were in the Man City lineup for his kid. And he said that these players, and he Going fair play to the Texan man, he told me about 30 different names and like an A and a B kind of setup. But I don't know what kind of way the setup is, but he's telling me about 30 different names. And, and like, I don't know, it could have been to teach me about his, his other son as well. But um, he's 30 different names and he's going through each name and he's telling me that this player would make it and this player wouldn't. And fair play to him, and that's how I heard of. Yeah, taxi well, Yeah, that's a good story.
0: But yeah, like, look, going back to what I said, like you'd heard of him because of your taxi, but I, know I hadn't heard of him. But then it was the same with Olivia and Cham. Paddy Roberts I'd heard of once before we signed him. It's like Man City, they bring youth players in, they develop it, and we've got such a good relationship with them that if our guys are going there to go shopping, like we're linked with this guy, Pervado or whatever it is, a right winger, who played with Frimpong, to challenge Forrest for his position we signed someone like that I'm not going to question it I'm like okay that pathway's worked well for us I wouldn't
1: question it yeah no and it has but then again do you want to be signing 19 20 year olds or do you want to be bringing in 23 to 24 year olds but yeah, right. they're just entering and that's where it, that's where most fans fans would rather is. Just a little bit more experience, a couple of years down the line, twenty-three, twenty-four, you can sell them off at twenty-seven, you know, let them be there or twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Um, yeah, you, you look at Sinclair, we signed him and he he was being great, um, at an experienced level. Now Celtic, oh no, we have Johnny Hayes and what have you. But then again, what happens with injuries? You know, there's another position is left left side, yeah. you know.
0: I heard a, um, about... like I was reading an article about how Jurgen Klopp structured up the Liverpool and they did their rebuilding where every player that they've signed other than two guys who are in the current squad were signed between 23 and 26 so that in this current window they're all hitting their peak ages of 26 to 30 so the majority of their squad is that age at the moment other than guys like Alexander-Arnold and one or two others. And to me, that ties in perfectly with what you are saying where you want to get those guys who are 23, 24 because then we're going to get their peak but at the moment we tend to have the older guys like Bruni and well Sinclair's just gone but we had guys over 30 and then we had a lot of guys 24 and under but we didn't have
1: that group You didn't have that group and we don't have that group yeah well yeah we do we do we might, you might add Callum McGregor in on that group you might add James Forrest in on that group but and Julie, Realistically, that's a that that's yeah. There's not enough of it, um, in my opinion, um, and there's not enough kind of like it's great right that Celtic are buying. but if they were to buy just before their peaks, and it'd be that's where they need it. That's where they did in the old days, and that's where you look at the 2000 team or the old three team, or the Seville team, let's say, right? And um, I remember watching. Celtic all the way through the nineties and all the way up and it's it's been crazy. Like you look at them, they're all being within they all had a nice young kind of twenty four. You had Alan Thompson, Petrov you you had Henry Glarsen at young age, you, you had Baldy there um that was coming out in his peak. and um, there was them players there on on I oh, know there's 101 different names there, but I put a name, but I just named a few fine. Yeah,
0: But yeah. you make the point, like, bringing in the experienced players makes sense. Like, I know we're talking about that 20, 24 to 30 sort of range, but I actually yeah. reckon one of Brendan Rodgers' best signings for us was bringing in Colo Torre for that one year because we had a lot of young centre-backs. So you put the experience that he had there, from day one, yeah. and that's the sort of thing. Even if it's just a one-year sort of deal, get them in. If it's the they've got the right makeup, get them in so that they can train up and pass on their knowledge. Like a guy like I at centre back, and even a Jozo training yeah. with Colo Toro every day. A guy who'd done pretty much everything in the game. Look how, much, how quickly they would yeah. have come along.
1: Ah, oh, it's, it's unbelievable, and I think that's what Celtic need. If they're bringing in, but then again, I wouldn't bring in 18, 19. You're also, I know that's what the kind of Scotland set-up is, but we're talking about European football. And that's what fans want. European football to a good run. We're not talking about winning it. We want a good run. We want, we want to be winning in Champions League. We're not in Champions League this year. And that's down to the investment side. And that's not being funny with Lowell or um, that's... That is the, the reality of it. It's poor investment in the summer. We've been signing too late in the transfer windows in the last two years, three years, if you want to say. We've signed a majority, and it'll happen in this January also, where we sign in the last week our majority of our players come in. We, and just in summer gone, we bought brought in three players on transfer deadline. It's kind of so it's the way it's going at
0: the moment because of, well, when teams, they go, okay, now we're going to make the players available. So, unfortunately, we'd like to have be like these other clubs, like your Dortmunds and your Liverpools where you sign up. Guys are ready to go. And as the window opens, bang, the players are in the door. But, unfortunately, because... No,
1: of, I understand they're not in the door and I understand yeah. they're not on the edge of the transfer, and I know they're not listed, but they're listed. They've obviously gone before the windows open. Look, I want this. The manager gives a list. Not many people realize this. The manager, so at the minute it'll be Lennon. He'll give a list to the board that'll go through the name. He's not available, but he's available. And he'll have a list of about six or seven players. And he might only sign in uh, three of them players, let's say. And that's up to the board to sign. And at the minute, I'm not going to be funny. I, I'm going to ask you this question. I know you're the interviewer, but do you think Lenin has really heard of these two signings, the Celtic? Well, let's say Patrick Mila and sorrow, let's say, because to me, it's, they're not Lenin's signings. The, the board signings. Yeah, and the that's the problem. As, it's, like,
0: it's the same yeah. with um, last year when we brought in uh, the Ukrainian guy, Shred, when he come in, Rogers mm. hadn't heard of him. And, yeah, I, don't, and that, I don't think Lennon's heard of the striker I think he's heard of Sorrow because of how well he's got ties into the Israeli market through Dudu Dahan but at the end of the day I think he would have heard of him but no nah, not the striker mm-hmm.
1: no yeah so that's like I, I love that's where I love to, for the bar to do it's just to step back let the manager come up with the players day one and that's that's the problem at Celtic. It's the board that's signing the players. And not many fans realize that. And then they'll pinpoint it eh, once, once the manager loses. It's, it's a pinpoint on the manager. Oh, I this manager, sack that manager. Now let's get behind our manager and let's, let's say, look, it's the board's fault. And I think as time's going on, people are actually realizing, look, it's not actually the manager, the current manager. It's actually the board. I, I don't think Ronnie Della when in Ronnie Della's era at Celtic. It was majority of the board. I'm not going to say that one player was Ronnie Della's, but I'm going to say Ronnie Della was a young manager. Obviously, obviously, he's great and we had the Ronnie Roar and stuff like that. But to me, in my opinion, it was the board that signed the players on Ronnie Della's era. And same with Lennon's fourth spell at Celtic.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. At the end of the day, it looks like we're going to the structure more where you've got the director of football sort of thing where you've got Hammond out there recruiting alongside the board. And now it's like, so Lennon's not really a manager. He's just the head coach. So these are the players we're signing for you. Train them up. As they call it in Germany, they're the trainer. That's what the players call them, not not a gaffer or anything. They're the trainer. So it's like, you train me up and basically coach whoever you're given.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, but it's some things need to be just left for for the manager, you know Or look, I want a player that's physical and, and that's where they they need to go when they need to say, look Lenny, you get two manager, but you get three good experienced players but I also want to bring you in to youth teams and that's the way I do it with, regarding the board, but look I'm not on the board, I'm not on the Celtic panel um, I'm only a supporter just like yourself and that's that's me. And it's a support. It's like a supporters page that people just come and like me or join me group and enjoy the interaction with us. And yeah. that's what we kind of do. We don't really have say in in the background. And some people kind of. It's actually quite funny, Jarrett, but some people think think when you're running pages and you have big numbers, let's say 10,000, is a huge number in the first year, like. Uh, first year setting up on Facebook we're just over a year on Facebook on the page so that's the like one and then you have to join the group um, so regarding the page a lot of people have. we have an inbox on the page and a lot of people have said Celtic this and Celtic this thinking I work for Celtic FC but I don't work for Celtic I'm, I'm just a general fan for them I we'll get asked for tickets I don't get tickets and People don't realise that. And that, that kind of comes out in my way to even respond back. And some questions are like, oh, can I play with you and all? And these I've had be... that one too. <laughs> I've had people yeah, me that us one. for a trial. And I'm like,
0: uh, from, we're a fan page, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. yeah. not yeah. yeah. So it's actually quite funny to see all different messages. Now i then in the midst of it. So, in last, last, last summer, I've done a, a. So, what happens is people come up to me and they'll uh, say, Look, can you post for a debt, let's say? And um, uh, there's a debt in the family. Can you please post um, just for a memorial? And I always want to be nice and this meat. So, I do. But I always try to say, Look, if you send me over a photo and I make a customized photo or I'll try to put the badge in the background, and stuff like that. I think all my funerals, uh, the the people that have died, uh, the, I think majority have ended up on the big screen, apart from one, and the one was me own sister. Well, hell, never. But the 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 rest of them. So that there's about four funerals last year. Sorry, four funerals. Three of them ended up on the big screen. So that's even great to say. Look, and let let me tell you, one of my photos I made the big screen also
0: it had the logo on it
1: it had the logo in the background the Celtic logo and I made the big screen at Celtic Park so I was kind of delighted to say look I made Celtic Park um big screen me photo customized photo yeah you'd be happy you would rather do it in a better
0: better context though but you still made it
1: I still it, I know would rather make it in a better context or I would rather be myself up on it or chatting about Celtic YNWA. But then again, it, it has made Celtic. But I don't know. It's like, it, to me, it's like a little guardian of that man shining down on on the little page and saying, look, I've got yours up once and thank you very much yeah. and thanks for helping or whatever or friendly. And uh, that's gone up on the Celtic back So at that kind of stuck with me and that has kind a little applied in my heart because of the whole thing
0: yeah it's good to hear you got to love the whole you know the family giving back The just the way the whole Celtic support can rally together in situations like that it's always great
1: it's, uh, it's unbelievable I've, I, I'm going to give you one there I've put it up uh, I wasn't expecting it to go viral okay sure so uh, what happened was one of my admins as you know was Kevin um and Kevin is Kevin had a little daughter that was in hospital. She was obviously this is why we're campaigning for my thoughts. She died at the age of just one that one, so would have been ten months old. And um he basically I rang Kevin and I just said, Look, Kevin, I'm very sorry about your loss and blah 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 and I said, Look is there anything I can do for you? Or uh, he says, no, I says jump up on social media. He said, look, no, i am not up on social media. I said, look, I respect that totally. And then he comes along and says, look, I says, Kevin, I said, there won't be anything bad from it. And I said, if you want it, I might spread awareness. And with that, he, he said, let me have a chat with me here, with me, with Carla, his, his missus. And, um, like that, the, uh, he had a chat and he, he gave full permission, but he said, can you edit one of the photos? So I've edited it and it's obviously gone viral. And I'm not sure if you obviously seen it because you weren't on the page back then. So one of the photos would have been share the balloon. So you you probably seen it. It would have been hashtag share the balloon and a little girl in it. Yeah. And I went I went across it. I had over a thousand shares on it. Yeah. So it. Yeah, so he had a thousand just, shares. That was great. I I own own up. That. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna put this into do not disturb, mum. And there we go. So I had a thousand shares, I went viral across, and I hit the newspapers. No, nah, it's
0: great. It was. Uh, yeah, I've seen, I saw yeah. that balloon one. So, yeah, it's always good to do yeah. that sort of stuff. So you give a little back, sort of thing. Help your fellow supporters. So, yeah.
1: Well, Kevin, Kevin's been great to me personally. I'm not going to tell you what he does personally, but he's been absolutely... Uh, I met up with Kevin personally, and the, the how I met him was actually through, through Facebook. So it's great. So I met all my admins, the two admins via Facebook. I met Kevin personally at a Celtic match in Dublin. Uh, it was time when Barcelona were playing in the Aviva Stadium. So the, um, the game at the Aviva, right, yeah. It
0: wasn't at Croke Park, it was yeah. The Viva, right? Yeah, it's
1: Aviva. fell Park is Irish Gaelic football. And then the Aviva would be always soccer or rugby. So, uh, cool Got you. That's, yeah.
0: Us that's Australians, you you. we all know about Croke Park because of the old international rules, AFL, Gaelic, cross whatever game, and it's absolute shambles. So, yeah, we all know what Croke Park is. No. I hadn't heard of the Aviva until about three, four years ago. Right.
1: <laughs> Like, 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 I I do a bit of walking Crow Park, so yeah, yeah. There you go. um, so I, I love Crow Park, and uh, I I love the I, I won't tell you me Irish team, lot of fans won't be happy. What well, I'm a Celtic fan, <laughs> um, but it's been amazing. So we went to the stage Stadium, um, and Kevin, cause of Mal, but Kevin, I'm, i was kind of pre-me plant, um. But I wasn't expecting Kevin to hand me a Celtic top, and he says, "Here you go, thanks for all your hard work." This was about five years ago. They're about four or five years ago. I'm not sure exactly off the top of my head. Um, and he he gave me a Celtic, I and mean, we always kept in contact. Con- uh, contact since ever since the whole the whole jazz of everything, you know, and he's been. I went up to Derry for a charity night for his little girl there in the summer and uh, it's great to have him and he's a busy man and he's, uh, uh, the one thing I can't get Gerald is the, is the fact that he lost his little kid last year, let's say, right? And the next month after he's, he's asking people for, uh, just to spread awareness. And like, Kev, you need time to grieve, blah, blah, blah. It was straight from the goal whistle. Look, we need to get out there. We need to get awareness. Once once everything happened, once this little girl died, and I'm just like, he's something else. He's unbelievable. He's asking, oh, I don't want this to happen to other people. Let's spread awareness. The time were even organising a funeral on board. So that just shows you the character of our admins. And um, it's great.
0: So, yeah. Uh very touching story I was just like wow I don't know what to say off the back of that because yeah, that's really impressive so uh, yeah Kevin from mm. myself and the Saudi Den Under team you are an absolute star mate keep it up yeah
1: and I, don't forget his girlfriend will say Carolette as well she should give him um, the
0: old saying behind every man there's, a, there's an amazing woman so there you go, there you go. I've covered that mm-hmm. one too
1: yeah, yeah.
0: All right. I had one other question on the list that was sent through for you, so we'll just quickly jump into that to uh, try and finish it off. Yeah. Why does Dermot Desmond, who is worth a fortune, invest more of – not invest more of his money into Celtic? For me, he doesn't seem bothered. From Brian Collins, who's just one of the top
1: fans of your page. Yes. I look at them. Uh, Well – He's a majority shareholder, and I think people are, are comparing Dermot Desmond to uh, he's a money man. Okay, he's like a banker. If you run a bank, you want to, or a shop, you want to make more money than what. what. Yeah, it's an And investment. that's what Dermot does. It's all about investment. You look at him here in in, in Dublin. He's he's invested into Shamrock Rover's here, and I'll tell you exactly why I think he's invested. It's not because of Robert. It's because of the land he has, and it's so we can build on them on that land. Do you see where I'm coming from? He, yeah. he doesn't own the stadium or whatever. But what he does is he'll invest two million quid, and then he might make another six or ten million from that two million investment. So that's where he's a money man, and that's that's a big thing with Dermot Desmond. Not many fans realize it. it, it then the it's also with, it's on it's with the fans as well. It's the majority of fans, let's say, are, that are shareholders and um, also run the club alongside Dermot Desmond. Yep. So I wanted.
0: The- I just brought him up because all I wanted to do was just throw that in there for a bit of a laugh because I knew that would be that one plus. I just wanted to give a shout out to that guy's got the best mustache. That's all I have to say. I wish I could grow one like that. Um, had to have a chuckle gotta say something stupid that's my that's my thing
1: yeah attitude yeah.
0: yeah yeah so um do you want to plug your instagram twitter handles all that sort of stuff to finish off
1: yeah so what we have is we'll run the two on facebook course so we have two cards on facebook so it's celtic YNWA and with a little middle line and then page so that would be our page. Then we have Celtic YNWA Group. Uh, that's also up on Facebook. Then we have Celtic, uh, it's the underline, uh, and another underline, YNWA. And that's the same for our Twitter account. So it will be the same for Insta and Twitter regarding that. Or you can just search Celtic YNWA and look for our little uh, green ribbon in our photos and you'll find it it's very simple support might have had in in all our photos
0: alright well it's been uh, great to have a chat with you learn about your page a bit about what you do and everything I appreciate your time Owen and everyone get around the uh, Celtic YNWA page
1: cheers Sheridan and and hopefully we'll have a bit of success with Celtic down under and maybe going forward you might uh come to ourselves and we might link in with other Celtic fans
0: Sounds good mate Sounds good